Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, October 20th and Thursday, October 21st of 2021. So yesterday was really just a day of there just not being a ton um, in combination with me being overexhausted. Still not entirely sure what's going on. Um, I'm just extra tired right now and decided to deal with it. Um, I took a lot of naps yesterday and hopefully that solves the problem. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, I'm not loving it, that's for sure. But uh, anyway, we're going to jump right in. We do have quite a few events now to talk about. Um, Reminder... There's a lot of stuff going on right now in the Spanish royal family in terms of Princess of Astorius events. However, um, on Sunday, I will upload, so I'll record on Saturday, but put up on Sunday, the Princess of Astorius Awards special episode. Um, So that will focus on all of the events over today, Friday, and Saturday um, that the Spanish royal family are attending, as well as some background on the awards um, and some history on the winners. So that's all coming. Um, So I I will briefly, like, they aren't getting their own segment today, but I'll talk about it um, a little bit. And those pictures will be up on the website. of like what went on today and what goes on tomorrow um, and even for Saturday that will go up. I just want to make sure that um, you all know that that will be a special episode and again this is for a similar reason. It's a big event. It's three days worth of events Um, and I fangirl and so I want to let that be an episode in and of itself. So that is what we are going to do. Like I said, I'll record that on Saturday, upload it on Sunday, and then this will be my last normal upload for the week. Um, So we will do today and yesterday's events in this episode, and then just like normal on Sunday, I'll record Friday through Sunday events, um, and that episode will go up on Monday. So that is where we are at. So now let's jump in with the Belgian royal family. Belgium. In Belgium, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of busy over the past few days. Um, Not so much so, but like... More so than normal, uh, more so than is typical even. Uh, Like yesterday there were three events, today there were two. So just like a good bit going on. Um, So we will start with yesterday's events. So King Philippe visited Vivacqua or Vivacqua. I'm not entirely sure which pronunciation is correct, um, but that is the largest producer and distributor for drinking water in Belgium, or one of the largest um, 
And so the focus of this visit was on primarily on water quality, um, like how to create quality drinking water, as well as sustainability of water supply, um, and then other things relating to just water production and distribution in general. Um, so that was his first event. And then later in the afternoon, he met with the incoming and outgoing presidents of the Belgian Olympic Committee. Um, so like the people responsible for ongoing um, athletic activities in Belgium. So that was his second event. And then also on Wednesday, Queen Mathilde um, commemorated. So it seems like it was a more... It wasn't a huge public ceremony, but she commemorated the 25th anniversary of the White March. So 25 years ago in 1996, um, there was a Belgian serial killer, serial rapist, uh, just all around bad, bad person um, who was arrested. A few, a uh, couple months later, um, as this trial and news about the judicial process kind of started coming, uh, there was a march organized to demand more protection for Belgian children, as well as demanding improvements to the justice system to make sure that this person um, was How do, I don't know how I want to say this. Um, to make sure the system worked this time. So this person had previously been arrested um, on some pretty intense charges, kidnapping, etc. Um, and was released onto parole three years after that. And then within a few years, um, he had become a serial killer, serial rapist um, of, of children. Um... And so they demanded this change. Um, and so Queen Matilde was there to mark that anniversary. She laid flowers at a memorial to um, the victims, but also the, the change that for sure occurred. Um, this person now is serving a lifelong sentence in solitary confinement. Um, in a Belgian prison. So, um, justice is being done there. Um, and I just thought this was a really powerful moment. Um, it, it was not on the calendar. Um, again, like I said, it doesn't seem, I mean, obviously it was made public, um, but it doesn't seem like it was necessarily like a public event. She didn't attend with a lot of government officials or anything like that. Um, but it certainly means a lot. So um, that is what was going on on Wednesday. And then we get to today. So today King Philippe visited with members of the Department of Defense um, where he received a briefing on basically lots of different things um, current, currently going on in the Belgian military. Um, so strategic vision, uh, the operation in Afghanistan, which is called Oper Operation Red Kite, I think. Um, 
and then other various operations going on just to, you know, as head of the military in Belgium, he needs to be informed of these things pretty regularly. Um, and so that is what he was doing. And then also today, Queen Mathilde visited a university called Da Vinci College to mark UN Day. So UN Day is actually not until Sunday, um, but there was an event to celebrate it um, today where she spoke with students at Da Vinci College about the Agenda 2030, which is crazy that that's nine years away, um, and also the implementation of these sustainable de development goals. So that is what was going on in Belgium. And so now we are going to move over to the British royal family. The United Kingdom. In the UK, um, there, <laughs> it's been kind of chaotic in the past couple of days, um, just in terms of what's being released and when and how, and it's not going great. Um, so on Wednesday, the world was informed that Queen Elizabeth had been told to rest by her doctors, um, even though she was supposed to be taking a two-day trip to Northern Ireland. So that trip was canceled, and that was the end of it. Fast forward to today, just a couple of hours ago, it was shared that she actually went into hospital yesterday, um, stayed overnight. The statement read for tests, um, and by the afternoon today, she was home. So um, I'm not going to read too much into it. I don't really want you guys to read too much into it. I'm just sharing that because it is news. So that's what I'm doing. Um, so we'll move past that. I just wanted to share that very briefly. So obviously no events over the past two days from the Queen. Um, we have lots of different things yesterday, but like none of them were super official events. One kind of was. Um, so the Prince of Wales did an investiture ceremony yesterday where he um, gave out various orders and honors, um, including one to Mary Berry, who is, or used to be, I guess, I think the host, maybe she was a judge. Um, I'm not sure. I don't remember. I've only watched the show a few times of the Great British Bake Off, um, and she has done a lot of charity work and work... Um, with the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, and so she was given an order, which I think now makes her Dame Mary Berry, which I love even more. Um, so that's really exciting. And then um, there were some behind-the-scenes shots and an article in People Magazine from Earthshot Prize um, featuring the Duke of Cambridge, so that was like a big deal. Um, and then today there were like actual official events. So today, um, the Prince of Wales delivered the prizes from the Prince's Trust to different winners. Um, so during the event, he was able to hear stories from participants and other winners about their experience and how the Prince's Trust has helped them. Um, some of those stories even actually moving him to tears, which, um, is pretty rare from a, a royal and uh, in the UK and like respect. Um, and then he also gave a speech focused on how important the mission 
of the organization is, especially now more than ever. So if you are new or you don't know, um, the Princess Trust is a scheme that was created um, from the Princess Foundation to help put young people into jobs and help create a culture of prosperity. Um, so specifically with vulnerable young people into jobs, um, they have amazing partnerships with big um, UK companies. So like TK Maxx is the one that always stands out. The NHS recently has partnered with them um, due to the medical situation in the world. Um, so lots of different things. And so he shared about the importance of all of that. Um, and, you know, now more than ever, because <laughs> this pandemic, you guys, I know, like, we're all kind of living through it. And it's, we're to a point now that most people I think are okay with how our lives are. Um, I mean, we all would like to get back to normal, of course, but we understand that there's like this global thing going on. Um, and so we do what we need to do to keep ourselves safe, but also those we love and can we care about. Um, and we're, we're going to see consequences of this for the rest of our lives, probably. Maybe not that intense, but like certainly for a long time, um, in terms of economic effects, just everything. Um, so certainly the job market is going to be long-term affected. We're seeing some of that now, um, just in terms of coming back from the office and doing remote work, like, and the great resignation that's happening because people know what it's like to have good work-life balance now, and they want to continue that. Um, and companies aren't always allowing for it. So people are resigning from their jobs. I mean, we're starting to see these effects. Um, and the impact that the Prince's Trust can have is massive. Um, so I think that is a great scheme to continue. Um, okay, so that is what was going on in the UK. Um, again, very interesting what's going on with the Queen's medical life. Um, however, I'm operating on the basis of it's all going to be fine. I'm being very optimistic. Um, I'm not sure why I'm being so optimistic. This is not typically in my nature, but here I am being optimistic. Um, you know, it, she is 95. Like, I think we'll all just let that sink in a little bit and realize that this is kind of part of the process of becoming old. Um, and I know she says she doesn't feel old or anything like that. And she has been walking around fine even though assisted with a cane, I mean, she's doing fine, right? She looks fine in engagements, but she is 95. So I think we'll just take it at that and move on. Um, so that is what was going on in the UK. Um, we are going to skip down to Norway now as there were no events in Denmark or the Netherlands. Um, so let's go over to the Norwegian royal family. In Norway, there were a 
few events over the past two days. Um, so on Wednesday, King Harald, as well as Crown Prince Akun, were present for the opening of the Sami Parliament. So I know we have talked about this fairly recently. Um, when Crown Princess Victoria of Sweden did the same thing, she opened the Sami Parliament in Sweden. Um, so Sami is a group of people, a space of land that is in like the northern part of these Scandinavian countries, um, Norway, Sweden, and possibly Finland still as well. Um, I'm not entirely sure of that makeup, but um, as King Harald is the head of state for Norway and Sami is a part of Norway, um, but even though they do have their own separate functions and like separate parliament, um, they are a part of the Kingdom of Norway. And so King Harald attended the opening session for their parliament um, in a speech, which I do believe he wrote for himself, not was presented with. Um, he talked about the importance of the Sami people and what he hopes um, in terms of like, he hopes this parliamentary season is good and successful um, for all people. So um, that is what they were up to on Wednesday. So I, I knew King Harald was attending. I genuinely did not expect Crown Prince Akun to attend. And then all of a sudden, and like there was no mention that he attended, which I thought was interesting. Um, but I did, obviously, in the pictures, he is there. Um, and so that was a thing. So that is what was going on in Norway on Wednesday. Um, and then we get to Thursday. So this morning, Crown Prince Akun attended a breakfast meeting focused on technology in the city of Trondheim, which is apparently like a very modern up-and-coming city. Um, it is a city I've certainly heard of. Um kind of outside of the the podcast but like not really um but it is certainly like a very modern uh up and coming city in Norway uh aside from Oslo which is of course the capital and so is there's a lot going on there um but in the rest of the country Trondheim is like the modern space um so that was the first thing he did. Um, and then later on in the day, he visited a student festival at UKA, which I think is a university, um, where he took part in the foundation laying. So he laid the first brick of the foundation for the new student society building, um, which is something actually his grandfather did many years ago. Um, King Olaf, then Crown Prince Olaf, actually laid the stone for the current Student Society building um, that is getting replaced, um, or it's an addition to. I, I think it's being replaced, but that old building is still going to become something else, I think. Um, so that is what was going on for Crown Prince Akun today. Um, I genuinely thought the Norwegian royal household was going to have, like, a quiet week, and so far I've been very wrong. Um, but that's okay. Sometimes I like being wrong. Uh, so that is what they were up to. Like I mentioned at the beginning, we are skipping Spain. Um, tonight was the last concert of the Premios week, um, which is like the week leading up to the awards. So it really started, um, I think 
winners started arriving late last week, um, but the awards are tomorrow. So a lot of the things tomorrow are um, very official. So tonight was like the last concert that has, those have been happening every night for the past week um, that the whole royal family attended. So that's, you know, night one, a little bit of a spoiler of what's to come. Um, and so with that introduction, we will go ahead and move on to Sweden. Sweden. In Sweden, we have a few events over the past um, two days. So here is, I'm just going to start with this to get my frustration out of the way and maybe ask for some suggestions. Also kind of maybe problem solve while I'm talking out loud. Um, so today, uh, or yesterday rather, was the last day of the trade delegation visit um, to Italy by Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel. As I expected, they released the whole rundown um, today. So, in the future for these, I am thinking about doing a acknowledgement that the events are happening, but then on like yesterday's episode, if, if I had done one, um, or today's, doing um, a roundup just in general of like, here's all the things that happened um, on the tour. And then the same thing with the website, adding just like a here's what happened kind of event thing. Um, roundup kind of day one, day two, day three. I am not sure how to handle this because I tried, trust me, I tried three days. I tried to figure out what was going on each day. I found outfits, like that's super great, but that's not what this podcast focuses on. Um, so I am just going to run through these points from, um, the Swedish royal household on what went on. We're going to talk about all three days because I really, I really couldn't find information on that first day. I know I attempted to talk about it, but like it wasn't great. Um, so on day one, they visited the equivalent to the Swedish transport administration, to, um, in Italy to talk about the way Sweden is handling technology and road safety as well as electrification. I don't know if that means like electric cars or electric public transportation. Um, but anyway, that is the first event. Um, and then later in the day, Crown Princess Victoria inaugurated an exhibition called Images That Changed the World um, that focused, it, focused on Swedish everything. Um, and it's located, I think, in like a central square in Rome that has different um, exhibitions like this that focus on diversity and gender equality, which like Sweden is a pillar for. Um, and then <laughs> they visited an, I an Ikea store because of course they did. Uh, 
for those who don't know, IKEA is a Swedish brand. Um, it's also like the only place in the world, okay, the only place in the US, specifically the Midwest, where you can find like Swedish food, um, like princess cake, which is like a Swedish thing. Um, and princess cake is so good. Just throwing that out there. I th it's called something else at Ikea, but it's, it, it's very good. Anyway, um, and then in the evening on day one, they attended a dinner um, at the ambassador's residence in, in Rome. Um, and then on day two, they continued their visit. Um, they started with the fiber operator called Open Fiber, um, which I assume is like fiber internet or fiber phones. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> apparently they used an electric car a lot of the time. Um, they attended a networking lunch between Swedish and Italian companies. Um, and then they traveled by train to Turin. And then on Wednesday, which is day three, we get to Turin. Um, they visited a automotive company called Stellantis. Um, or, or that's the production facility name and it's producing Fiat's. Um, they, oh my goodness. Let's see. Prince Daniel attended a seminar at the Turin University of Technology um, focusing on how Sweden and Italy can work together for a green transition in the transportation sector um, and then a network lunch again. So that is the rundown. I know I went through that really really fast but it was three days and typically and this is where I don't know what to do um, because in November we have three-day state visits in two countries at the same time kind of um, and by that I mean Norway and the Netherlands I'm counting as one because that's how we'll talk about it um, but then at the same time that that is happening Queen Margrethe and Prince Frederick and Crown Prince Frederick are going to be in Germany and then just like a week later, King Felipe and Queen Letizia are going to Sweden. Um, maybe it's two weeks later. But still, like, 12 days or something maybe? So there's like a lot going on. Um, and I don't know how I'm going to talk about it all. So do you guys want special episodes on state, state visits? Or do you want rundowns like dailies like this um and this is a problem I didn't anticipate I haven't prepared for because this is the first time it'll happen it certainly will not be the last um it's just the first time this is happening so think about it let me know on Instagram social media um leaving a review anything like that um you know genuinely curious genuinely not sure what I want to do haven't really thought it out too much really need to because November is coming up <laughs> so anyway um that's that 
So that was the Italy visit. So now let's go on to the few other things that were happening. Um, so yesterday, King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia delivered more 2021 King's medals. Um, so these are medals and awards that have been giving, given out um, typically on National Day, but are being awarded slowly due to the pandemic situation that we are living in. Um, this time, King Carl Gustav actually delivered one of the highest awards in Sweden to his sister, Princess Christina, for her work in the nonprofit sector. So she does a lot of work with different organizations. Um, just recently, she delivered the Swedish Woman of the Year to Victoria. Um, you know, lots of lots of different things going on, um, and just in general for her service to Sweden. So that was the highlight of yesterday. And then today, Queen Sylvia gave a digital speech to the, this cannot be right, but I'm going to call it this anyway, the Mentor Inspo Mega. What? Maybe it's the Mega Mentor Inspo? I don't know. Um, but it's a conference that is aimed at high schoolers as well as staff in high schools um, to focus on mentorship programs. Um, and it was hosted by the Mentor Organization, which is a organization that Queen Sylvia works with a lot. So I would assume as like patron or some honorary title or something. Um, so that is what was going on in Sweden over the past two days, but also Monday and Tuesday, because I finally figured out what was going on in Italy. Um, so with that, we are going to end this episode. I will talk to you on Sunday for our Princess of Astorias Awards special episode. Um, and I will talk to you all then. Have a fantastic Friday and Saturday. Bye.